Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the From Geeks to Gods. I got the OG Duke, the Masters, the man of the myth, the legend. Welcome him in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, what's going on with you? How was your weekend? Uh, too short as usual, but other than that, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy, man, how life, uh, do you, is it true that life does move faster the older you get? Is that true? Yes. I hate to admit it, but that's true. <laughs> really? Why, why do you think that's the case? Yes. Do you think because as children, we don't, we really don't have nothing to do, so we, things just seem longer, or what is your, what, what has been your philosophy? Well, basically what it is, as you get older, you have more responsibility, well, that's if you are a responsible adult. We'll get to that, too. Mm-hmm. Your focus is different. Mm-hmm. And when you're focused on things such as career, family, things that, that are important, okay, time blows by. Mm-hmm. When you have no focus and you're pretty much aimless, not by design, but just because of your age and your youth and your willingness to do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. time stands still. Summer seems like it lasts a year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> when you get older, guess what? Summer was two weeks ago, all year long. <laughs> okay. Man. Time flies. Those, those summers sem- seem like it was forever, though, really, really. Does. Now, summer is next thing you know is Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Think about when you had summer vacation when you got out of school. Oof. Seemed like forever. But Man. then as you got older, you realize, wait a minute, it's only two and a half months. Yeah. Is nothing. Mm, interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. Flies by. Now it's like two weeks, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's more expensive. It seems to be more expensive, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, we today's episode, uh, there's so many subjects we could talk about, but I really wanted to isolate these specifically, um, being that me and you are in two phases in life, and young men really need guidance. And, and that's what I like about this podcast is a young man and a younger man uh, <laughs> doing a <laughs> podcast together. And really, you giving me old school, you're giving us old school game, and I'm giving you a youthful perspective. And um, we're finding you know that duality, which is really dope. But really, I wanted to, to dive in into these different stages of manhood, just like we kind of talked about briefly about how the summer seems to be endless, how things, time changes. But I want to talk about the stages of manhood from 18 to 25, from 25 to 30, okay. and that 30 and over crew, right? Um, which are okay. three very, very different phases in life. And, and, and the way I wanted to talk about the different stages is what you think personally, what a young man should be doing. Um, in those stages. So let's start with age uh, stages 18 to 25. A young man's just graduated high school. Um, maybe some people are college age, maybe just starting the professional world. What is your perspective about what a, if, if you were talking to a young man who is 18 to 25, what are some th- key things that you would want him to focus on and do in your personal opinion? And I'll give my feedback as well. Okay. One of the main thing is when you're in the age group of 18 to 25, is that what you said? Yes, sir. Okay. That's that age where legally you're a man, Mm -hmm. okay? Mentally, you think you're a man, you're not, Mm -hmm. okay? At that age, you may have man responsibilities, Mm -hmm. meaning you could have a child during that age group. Step up, be a man, take care of your child, period, Mm -hmm. okay? No excuse, don't want to hear it, take care of your child, (laughs) okay? Mm -hmm. But during that age group, you should be figuring out, okay, am I going to be a leader or a follower? or reestablishing that because you may have had some insight 
from high school, whether you were the guy, whatever everyone else wanted to do. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Even though you're like, you know what? I'm not really feeling that. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be yourself at all costs. You will never lose a real friend being yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can gain enemies trying to be somebody you're not. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you're in that 18 to 25 group, have a goal in mind, mm-hmm. something, some kind of insight. You know, most of us don't have the luxury or know someone who had luxury to say, you know what? Between 18 and 24, I'm going to backpack around Europe. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> they have a place for you when you return. Mm-hmm. Okay. Call the employment line, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or get to the back of the line, whatever line you get in. Mm-hmm. Life doesn't realistically happen like that. That's, some movie bullshit. That's not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you have to have a goal in mind. Say, okay. I want to try this. Okay. You can be anything you want to be, mm-hmm. but be realistic. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you know you're not the best math student, nothing wrong with that. It's not about feeling bad about yourself. It's about being realistic. Then if you're not the best math student, don't be a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Pick something realistic. Say, you know what? I may not be the best at math, but I'm a really good, you know, I always wanted to learn how to cook. I'm a good cook. Okay, be a chef. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Be the best at whatever you do and be and be able to stand up and be proud of whatever you do. Yeah. Don't let somebody else talk about, oh, man, you shouldn't do. Okay, because they're an expert in being you. Exactly. It'll never happen. You're the best expert itself. Well, you should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you figure it out. You go for it, and guess what? You just may not make it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're still between 18 and 25. Mm-hmm. You have all the opportunity in the world to get up and do it again or do something else. Mm-hmm. Okay? But be realistic. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you say in your mind, like most young men, I want to be a pro athlete. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> okay? You get millions of dollars to play a game. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Okay? But be realistic. Say, you know what? The people who I've watched do this sport that I'm also interested in have been way better than me. It's not about hard work; it's about being realistic. Yeah, you and, can work as hard as you want. You may not ever be a Michael Jordan. Oh that's yeah, fine. and if you're not, and a lot of times, especially with sports, I want to isolate that too, especially in the black community. If you weren't invited to five star camp, you weren't playing AAU, you weren't getting the necessary training. I don't care how naturally. If you weren't on the varsity team, it's very. The percentage of people that make the NBA and even pay college basketball is very minimal. And the funny thing is a lot of their managers and a lot of their PR and the marketing people and those and those type people make very good money as well. Look at LeBron James guy um, as well, who's helping him exactly. out, Maverick Carter. So you may not necessarily have the, the great athletic gifts. You may you may be one notch below community college basketball, maybe good enough for, you know, YMCA league or something like that. Still keep that for, for health purposes, but maybe see if you want to be involved in a sport, can you get into an executive role? The NBA and the professional football league does not have a lot of professionals of color, does not have a lot of executives of color, does not have a lot of referees of color and referees make great money as well. If you don't know the average NBA referee makes well over six figures, um, if not more. And so there's many other avenues within the sport that you can also pursue as well in an executive role. It doesn't mean just because you blew your ACL, your life is over and you got to go figure something else. Figure out how you can still be a part of the sport and still get paid in an executive role and figure out what type of program you can get involved in so that will lead you to that, to follow you to that as well. And another thing um, 
I wanted to go over with you too before we get into the next level of, of, of life, um, Duke Masters, is that um, that eighteen twenty five. You said find something that you like. I really appreciate it when you said that because what happens is, in my personal experience or in my opinion in life, a lot of men go into that dating phase. Basically, you're pussy crazy, right? You want box from you are so testosterone driven you are so hormone driven from 18 to 25 every waking moment is can i get a date can i get a date i need some boobs some boobs some ass you just so focused on getting boobs you you kind of get lost and and get off your path off your purpose because you're trying to go on dates you're trying to go to girls you get with women you're, you're you're going to the club almost every friday saturday night and your whole mind is fixated on just that box and what happens is, like you said, instead of focusing on your purpose and trying to get things that you want to accomplish, you're trying to get a nut. And a lot of times it ends up in unwanted pregnancies or just ends up in useless money spending on things where you can take that money and redistribute it into your passions. Right. And I see a lot of men get lost in the sauce from 18 to 25. So I'm glad you, you brought that up. Absolutely. Now, here's the other thing. Funny you should mention that. Now, that comes up territory. Mm-hmm. That's part of being a man. OK, but. If you're in that age group, the 18 to 25, if you have that focus, this is the first time in your life you will make the decision that you have to tell your friends or people you know that you used to hang out with, hey, man, I can't make it. I have to work. Be responsible. You don't call out from work to go to a movie that's going to be in a theater for a month. <laughs> okay? So you won't be able to talk about it. <laughs> You know, the next day in the barbershop. So what? That's your priority. So let me see if I got this right. You're cooler than me, I guess. (laughs) You're better than me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because you saw the movie on premiere night? Sounds childish, right? Yeah. Because it is. And that's why we're trying to be men Mm -hmm. from 18 to 25. If you still have to be the guy, you know, standing in line at the club. Well, I couldn't get in, but I parked out front. Kind of bullshit? Yeah. You're not focused. Yeah. Okay? And that's where you start making your mistakes. You have to figure out a good sense of self early on. Because if not, all it takes is one left turn. Mm-hmm. And you'd be lost in One left turn. And guess what? You'll be in the post office <laughs> on a wanted poster. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, and I, I will turn you in for the reward. <laughs> okay? My generation, we don't, okay, look. He did what? There he is. Give me my 10 grand. Because <laughs> we're going to take that 10 grand and we're going to buy, you know, two houses and flip them. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the way we think. We're not, well, so let me see if I got this. We're not talking about maybe, could or should. He did what? The reward is what? There he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. End of story. Exactly. That 10 grand pays off college loans. Okay. <laughs> so that's the way you have to think yeah. when you get a certain age. Now, that, like I said, that 18 to 25, mm-hmm. once you have that goal in mind, guess what? You may end up doing something that you never thought you would like. Mm-hmm. I've been there. But you're in that phase where, guess what? Okay, I figured this out. This isn't for me, but I'm not going to be so headstrong. And, you know, I'll show him kind of deal. No, stick it out until something better comes along. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because if you like women, guess what? You're going to have to date. Dates aren't cheap or free. Yep. And women will okay. always be there, bro. That's what right. I tell men. You still have to pay your car insurance. Yep. But I showed him. Mm-hmm. Okay? No, just use common sense. You can get through anything. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is have a plan once you get through it. Exactly. 
exactly. So let's hop over to 25 to 30, right? That age where, you know, they should have, like you said, should have got on their purpose, figured out something they've tried and, and failed and tried and failed because failure is part of adulthood. And they maybe find something that maybe they feel like they could go to the next level. What should they do now? We get to 25 to 30. It gets real serious now because okay. if you fuck up now, you're in a situation yeah. where you're like, okay, well, you got to get your shit together. What's your opinion? Do Okay, 25 to 30. Mm -hmm. This is when you make that decision. If that career goal you did from 18 to 25 mm -hmm. is realistically working for you, not somebody else. Mm -hmm. Okay? You can't say, well, you know what? I'm going to do this because, you know, my family members think this is a good fit for me. But you're miserable. Yep. And you're like, you know what? I know I can do better. I just haven't achieved it yet. So what do you do? You go back to the 18 to 25. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do this until something better comes along. Mm -hmm. You will eventually find that fit. But when you find that fit, you got to make the hard choices. I can't make it. Why? Got to work. Mm -hmm. Man, you can never hang out. Yeah, but you're always broke. <laughs> so what line do you want to be in? And we're not talking rich, okay? <laughs> uh -huh. And we're not talking rich. Yeah. We're talking being able to take care of yourself and your responsibilities whatever they are. Exactly. Without help. Without help. Mm -hmm. And guess what? 25 to 30, it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Don't be too proud mm -hmm. to ask for help. Do not have the mindset, oh man, I can't ask for that. No, you can because you're that person that doesn't ask for it all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're that 25 to 30 year old, especially man, you can't run to dad all the time. Hey, dad, look, my car insurance is due. But you knew that last month and the month before <laughs> that. That's different than something completely unexpected happens. Your engine blows and you need an extra thousand mm dollars. -hmm. Guess what? Dad got you. You know why? Because you have been responsible where you took care of things daily. Mm -hmm. Anyone can have an emergency that you may not foresee. Mm -hmm. That's when it's it's okay as a man to ask for help at 25 to 30. Don't let your so-called friends or people, you know, oh man, you know, I, I couldn't ask my father for that. Well, maybe that's the relationship you have with your father. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is. I'm, I'm not sure. That's whoever that is. Mm -hmm. But if you're the kind of person that has shown responsibility, you ever heard the term, we help those who help themselves? Yes, sir. That's something great, great, great black grandfathers <laughs> told their kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's true. Because if they see you helping yourself, doing the best you can, even though it's a struggle, mm -hmm. you can always get help. Mm -hmm. Nobody minds helping someone like that. Oh, yeah. My, okay? uncle, my uncle's been like that for me. My uncle, um, he's all he's looked out for me. He helped me with my first down payment for my first vehicle. He knew I was working my way up. I got promoted to a job, but still wasn't making the greatest amount of money in the world. And he put he put a thousand. I, I paid it back to him within about two months. But he looked out for me. And, and a lot of, like you said, people like yourself, men, when they see, they, we, we all know what it's like to go through the struggle. I mean, from 18 to 30, it's, that's a, it's some yeah. struggle up in that thing. And you're going to need struggle. someone that's going to sometimes put their hand out because someone did it for them. And, and if, you're, if you got your head on straight, you never know who's willing to help. I never expected my uncle to go in the bank, put out $1,000 and be like, yeah, I got it. He need a car. So let's do this. And he knew that I would pay him exactly. back and be, and be on time with it. But that's a reflection on you as well, mm -hmm. young man. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> but that's the way you have to look at it. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for help. Now, the sad reality is, suppose you've been that kind of person your whole life. Based on you know what you did and the kind of person you are, you can't ask for help. Mm -hmm. That's a game changer. That's on you. Mm -hmm. 
well, man, I'm not going to ask for help. Yeah, because you can't. <laughs> you burn too many bridges. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 25 to 30, you have to figure out, okay, it's not about always being right. Mm-hmm. It's about being able to listen, mm-hmm. take criticism. Yes, sir. Let's and talk, take it let's in pause on it. Let's pause on the criticism thing. Let's talk about that. Because a lot of this generation struggles with the, with the criticism. Break it down old school, how we used to take, because I, I was raised by old school. My father was 70. So break it down about how to take criticism, because a lot of this generation is, 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 is soft. They're snowflakes. They're, they're, they're overly emotional. They can't handle. And I'm talking about ain't nobody going to talk to you crazy, but it's like sometimes you need serious right. criticism. We're not talking disrespect. Yeah. We're not talking disrespect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what we're talking about. Criticism, legitimate criticism. Okay. If I, I know you, you happen to be younger than me, but don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you tell me, Hey man, I want to be a baseball player. I should be able as your friend to sit you down and say, listen, man, I understand you like the game. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we got disconnected. I'm going to call him right back. If you only got a plan oh, yeah. B, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as your friend, I'm not knocking you. I'm being realistic. People who realistically are your friends and care about you mm-hmm. can tell you when you make that left turn and you don't get mad at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Criticism. Going back to that. Now, if someone cares enough about you to sit you down as a man and another man sits down and talks to you and criticizes you, it's not demeaning. It is constructive. It is a learning opportunity. Now, your generation, unfortunately, has this bullshit thing called social media. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. In my day, social media, fuck social media. Mm -hmm. We didn't give a damn what somebody said, thought, cared about us. Fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. So-and-so said what? Fuck them. Whatever. (laughs) Nobody gives a damn. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, you described your generation as being soft. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't believe they said that about me on social fucking media. Get the fuck out of here. Social media. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Because here's my thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make or break you. Yes, sir. You don't let what someone who realistically doesn't know you. Yes, sir. Why would you care about what they say or think about you? Mm-hmm. And let, I don't know how this works, but say that person has a million followers. Fuck them, too. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You just sort of hit it on the nose. Followers. Mm-hmm. Not a million free thinkers. Mm -hmm. Not a million people who will pull you on the side and say, hey, look, that shit you did wasn't right. Yeah. No. One million followers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now think about that. Oh, social media followers. Mm -hmm. Rest my case. Followers. Fuck out of (laughs) here. So if -hmm. you can't, as a man, criticize someone else constructively and use it as a learning opportunity, I give you a better one. Criticism. You're struggling in school. But I know you can do better, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to, you don't criticize. Constructive criticism is not about name calling. It's not about demeaning. It's about, hey, man, you're, you know, you're not doing well in this class. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really trying. Well, if you're trying, why is it you missed six assignments? Mm-hmm. That's not trying. I need to be able to criti- critically tell you that without you being offended, without you feeling like, I can't believe he did this. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I posted some shit, whatever the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. Okay. I posted you didn't do your assignment. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. But the ideology is I should be able to tell you, hey, listen, you're telling me you're trying. You missed, you, not me, you missed six assignments. Mm-hmm. So 
tell me something that I may have missed. How can you be really trying your best if you missed six assignments? Mm -hmm. You don't have a legitimate answer for that. You don't even have a bullshit response for that. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So therefore, criticism, you have to be honest with yourself. I'm really not trying if I miss six assignments. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You better be able to take it on the chin. Um, Exactly. The the toughest feedback I've ever got in my life was someone told me, he was like, you know, if you, in this situation, if you don't do this, you won't have this job. And it was like one of my first sales jobs um, in my early, early 20s. And, um, And they were like, you know, this is, this is what this is what this job is. These are your numbers. These are your responsibilities. You you are responsible for your performance. You have to make the tinkering. You have to make the adjustments. And if you make them adjustments, things and you have to understand when you make adjustments, once you get feedback, good things do happen. It really does. Sometimes it's a small adjustment. Sometimes it's just a small adjustment. When a, when a, when another man has the the respect for you to pull you to the side and say, hey man, you know the way you're doing this or doing that, this might help you. Take that and sit your ass down for 30 minutes and fucking think about it. And really right. it's put a it, learning experience. Yeah, put it around your fucking brain. Like let it let it roll around a little bit before you get all emotional. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I can't believe he disrespected me. So let me see if I got this right. Mm-hmm. You're trying hard. You have all the self-respect in the world, but you're dumbass mystic society. Mm-hmm. So you don't respect yourself enough to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. We're not asking you to go above and beyond. And keep in mind, Everything is designed to help you. It's you helping yourself. Yes, sir. If you don't have sense enough or the mindset enough to help yourself, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Period. Something's wrong. And it should be addressed. And again, as a man, if someone sits you down, they think enough of you to guide you, trust and believe it's worth listening. Exactly. Okay. And there's a difference between listening and being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Women always get it wrong. Okay, (laughs) men get it wrong a lot as well, Mm -hmm. especially between 25 and 30. Oh, yeah. So now we're hopping into 30 and over club. That's where I'm at right now. About to hit 31 next month. I'm in the 30 and over club, too. Yes, sir. 30 and over, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Let's talk about the fundamental things that we got to get together 30 and over. Um, we could talk about love life, you know, all that other stuff or just general life. I think most men, in my opinion, should have at least $14,000 in their savings account. How do I come about that number? There's an old school brothers, and, and I know you grew up in a black community just like me because we both black. You always hear an old school brother say, hey, young man, put $100 a month in your savings account. He said, if you only could do 100 then do 100 Take $100 and put it in your savings account. If you take $100 from 18 to 30 and just a hundred bucks for every month for twelve years, you have fourteen thousand four hundred dollars at minimum. So if and that's not you putting it in a one percent increase or putting in some sort of CD because you know we'll get into that later um, when I have a financial person and I'll have like a multiple episode like that. But you need to have you have fourteen thousand. We ain't including your four hundred one k. We're not including investments or tax or whatever. You have fourteen thousand dollars. So if you want to invest or want to be risky, or if you want to put some money into something, you can. But that's money of your own that you can put into other ventures or try other things. That $100 a month is something very important. But from your perspective, Duke, what do you think about that 30 and over? What are some really pivotal things that, that men should really have, like concrete, taken, taken and ready to go? Bottom line, be responsible. Yeah. Start with being responsible for yourself, okay? Be yourself, nobody else. And going back to that, no matter what age you are, here's what you want to do. 
if I'm 30 and over, okay, I want to be responsible Mm -hmm. no matter what. And part of that responsibility is being honest with yourself, number one, Mm -hmm. okay? And when it comes time to handle business, handle business. First and foremost, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Your group, your your little, what you call you guys, your generation, Z or X, some mm-hmm. bullshit, whatever. <laughs> Here's what you do. Rule one, take your fucking phone off speakerphone. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't want to hear it. I'm in Target. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay? I don't want to hear about what you did last night at the club. Mm-hmm. You know, the club was lit, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> but... Be responsible, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with business. Say there's an issue with your car, yeah. your car insurance, whatever, that just takes a phone call. Yeah. Take it off speaker, damn it. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Take the shit off speaker. Yeah. That way, guess what? They know you're serious. Yep. And they may look at your file and say, wow, this cat's 30. But he's not on speaker. He's speaking in full sentences. <laughs> and I know he means business. And guess what? We fucked up. Let's fix it. Yeah. Okay. If you call in your own speaker, first off, I, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because I can't hear you. <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> Take that shit off speaker, number one. Okay? And that's my joke for the day. But it's really, I mean, it's realistic. Take it off speaker. Mm-hmm. And part of your being responsible, guess what? Your goals don't stop because you're 30. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you're 30, have a plan where you want to be at 35. Mm-hmm. Where you want to be at 40. Mm-hmm. Now, this may sound strange, but in the world we live in, your first plan better be to figure out a way to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay? This world we live in is, is fucked up. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You got to figure out a way. Well, damn, what do I do to get from 30 to 40? First off, you can't be everywhere all the time. Yes, sir. You know, I had a, I had a uh, young man about your age, unfortunately, mm-hmm. tell me something about <laughs> being popular. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and, and he says to me, well, you know, I'm not from here, but I hang out with all the popular people. I said, so, okay, so you're not from here. And you know, people who are here that are your age, who made a conscious choice to not hang around and hang out with the people you label as popular. Mm-hmm. Define popular. He couldn't. Mm-hmm. Popular to him was, yeah, man, when we go into the club, everybody knows this person. Mm-hmm. Mm, popular. I'm like, well, how old is he? Oh, well, he's 48, but he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> if you're 48 and you're known because you go into the club and everybody knows you and you don't fucking own it, mm-hmm. that's a problem. I'm sorry, that's a problem. Preach. Your claim to fame is being popular in the fucking club. Yeah. Whatever. Grow up. Yeah. Okay? And trust and believe, you can be over 30 and still have to grow the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I right, trust okay? me. Now, mm-hmm. about the whole responsibility, no matter what your responsibility to yourself may be different from your responsibility to a friend, to family, mm-hmm. okay? A lot of times we try at that age, well, I can do it. We take off, take a little more than what we can handle sometimes. It's okay to know your limit. Mm-hmm. It's okay to set a limit. And especially to the young brother, guess what? There's a such thing as having too many women. Mm-hmm. There's a such thing as that shit. I know they'd be like, oh, no, fuck that. He's crazy. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Women require a lot of energy. You can have too many. Right. And if you have too many, guess what? You'd be sitting around saying, damn, wait a minute. I, 
thought I had enough money to pay my car insurance. What the fuck? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I went on three dates mm-hmm. last week. It's a hundred dollars a pop. Dates nowadays is a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. You paying twenty? You paying at least twenty five for you, twenty five for her. Any place that's relatively okay. Yeah. And then yeah. that's fifty. And then you're going to get some drinks. So then that's eight dollars a piece. And then you got to tip the motherfucker. So then now you add a hundred dollars. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And oh, we're going to get to that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Just the the idea of, okay, I'm over 30. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Figure out your game plan, how to get to 35, 40, 45, 50, and so on. Have a goal, make it realistic, and guess what? You might make it. Mm-hmm. You may not. It's okay because you're still here. You're still able to try. As long as you got your faculties and your health and strength, nothing you can't do. But again, be realistic. Oh, yeah. And okay. we can't nothing wrong with dreaming. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with dreaming, but just you know, keep it realistic. Oh yeah, and that health is so important yeah. too. A lot of times when you're young, you're running and you're jumping all over the place and you crashing into stuff and and wilding yeah. out and and all you're playing basketball twelve hours a day. When you get to that thirty, over, your body does change. Trust me, I'm learning yeah. quickly. My body is not twenty or nineteen. Right. No goddamn more. No, uh-huh. you wake up every and day. And keep like, in mind, mm-hmm. now it's going to affect your job performance. You damn right. And, and no matter how good you are at your job, what can you tell me that, well, wait a minute, what is your job? My job is to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, how come you can't do this? Well, man, I was out all night. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I pay you to do this. Mm-hmm. I expect this done. Period. Period. <laughs> and guess what? If your days off happen to be Tuesday and Wednesday, guess what? Be the life of the party somewhere Tuesday and Wednesday if you have to. Yep. Okay. Don't get mad, man. I couldn't make it Friday. Yeah, but your buddy that could make it Friday, mm-hmm. he's always complaining about how he wished his life was better. Yeah. Whereas you're complaining because you're off on Tuesday and Wednesday and you make three times what he makes. Exactly. Hmm. Figure out what line you want to be in. Yeah. Okay. Now, over 30, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Your generation, mm-hmm. my generation, we were clean and neat as a whistle. Yes, sir. Okay? You don't have to be rich or have a great paying job to wash your ass and have on clean clothes. Clothes don't have to be new. (laughs) Okay. They have to be, all you have to do is be neat Mm -hmm. and be a gentleman. Mm -hmm. The women will like it. The women who want to be around you, your unbathed ass, your unkept ass, you don't want to be around them. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to the 18 to 25. Don't change who you are. Man, every time I turn around, guys like him get all the girls. Yeah, but look at the caliber of girl he's getting. Period. You don't want that. Mm-mm. Trust me. Okay? You don't want that. Now, going back to something you said about how men are always chasing the girls and this and that. Mm-hmm. I got news for you, brother. That never changes, okay? <laughs> you just have to go about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, my generation, we didn't have social media. Or whatever, because I guess Times knew that shit wouldn't have worked with us. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care what somebody says. But a good thing about social media, say if a man's out on a date, right? We had more than one girl. To, you know, you didn't have social media. You had a phone at the house. That was it. Mm-hmm. Right? I could be out with girl A anywhere on this planet, right? Her best friend could walk in on me. She had no way to get in touch with the other girl. To say, mm-hmm. I just seen your boyfriend touch and No, okay. No, you didn't. Why would she lie? I don't know. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. 
but why was she lying? She said this wasn't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But why was she lying? She's my best friend, my neighbor who doesn't even really know you. Mm-hmm. She knows you're my boyfriend. She saw you. Wasn't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. Never changed that story. I don't give a damn. Wasn't me. Now, guess what? You, your generation, can be somewhere, somebody take a picture, send it to them, and before you leave where you are, the girl who you're cheating on is standing in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that's some bullshit, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to control Can't do that. Control the dipstick. Right. But, again, be responsible to yourself. Do not falter. Change who you are. If part of your whole itinerary said, you know what? I don't have a lot of money. Okay, mm-hmm. no one does. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't cost a lot to take care of what you have. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself neat and clean. Yes, sir. And respectful and responsible. That's what? The right kind of girl to come to you. And the girl who doesn't, trust me, you don't want her anyway. Exactly. No, you don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And guys, on that note, we have a special episode that'll be coming up next week. We're going to talk about, we're going to spend a, a full episode on this. It's called for Worst First Dates. We're going to give game, and from the OG perspective, from a new G perspective, um, you know, some, 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 some strategical things that we can do and just feedback so that we can learn. This episode is, is really meshing two different generations and giving game, and, and I'm appreciative of having, uh, you know, the Duke on and giving us feedback. So, guys, thanks for coming on this episode, and Duke, thank you for you coming on and giving us some more game today. Always a pleasure, my friend. Anytime. Hey, guys. Peace. <laughs>